Hi, this is Jim Lyon. You're listening to Viewpoint. With me today, Jamie Wilkerson. How are you, Jamie? I'm doing great. And uh, are you enjoying the summertime? Are you having any break time, or are you mostly just at home during this pandemic? I am mostly at home during the pandemic. And you've got a 12-year-old boy who's brilliant. I mean, you've got that really smart guy as a husband, too, but let's talk about that son of yours. I mean, he is so brilliant. I'm a fan. Is he adjusting to that being at home all the time? It works for him? He is. He's an only child like myself. And so it's it was a pretty smooth transition for both of us. <laughs> wasn't, a, wasn't a big change up for him. Not at all. I'm an only child too. That's why we bonded, yes. Jamie, because we have that same journey. Well, speaking of really smart people and brilliant people, we have a guest today that I'm so excited to uh, jump into a conversation uh, with him. His name is John Pistol. John, thanks for being with us. Hi, Jim. It's great to be with you, Jamie. Good to be with you also. We're so thankful that you've carved time out of your busy day because I know your days are busy because you are the president of a university. And as the summer is moving forward, you have to get ready to open the doors for a new term at the university, and that school is called Anderson University. Will you be on campus uh, this pandemic summer? Will the students come back in August? What do you think? Yes, so we are planning to have an on-time reopening in a, in a modified format, obviously, given the pandemic. And so we have been working mightily uh, over the last several weeks in terms of reconfiguring classrooms and lecture halls. Uh, athletic facilities uh, and um, just auditoriums and things to make them as safe as possible. And so that is progressing. But yeah, classes uh, are are scheduled to, to begin August 31st. We actually have some student leaders and some athletic teams reporting uh, earlier, August 11th, uh, in, in, a, in a modified format. And then there's one other thing that we're doing, which is unique in among the nearly 4,000 colleges and universities across the, the country, and that's thanks to one of our new trustees, uh, a colleague of mine from my government days, but who is a, an executive with a company called Dayon. And what we are partnering with them on is an initiative to help us give us a highest level of confidence that all students, faculty, and staff, and visitors to campus are healthy, as best we can know, without an actual test every day. We're not doing that. And so they are providing at no charge to the university uh, through our trustee, an app, uh, which we are branding uh, for Anderson University Ravens. And, um, and so we'll be offering that to students and a number of, and faculty and staff, and then a number of other safety enhancements to make sure that we can provide a residential campus, which the 25,000 plus alum of Anderson University have come to love and appreciate, and which we here on campus believe help us to lead transformed lives for Christ in the kingdom through that interaction with students on campus. Okay, so John, can you tell us more about some of your past experiences? Well, yes, Jamie. So uh, in the 10 years ago, in 2010, right around this time, I was going through Senate confirmation hearings uh, to become the fifth administrator, the, the head of the Transportation Security Administration, which has a little over 62, 63,000 employees, a large 
federal agency. I had previously served in the FBI for almost 27 years, the last almost six years of which I was the deputy director of the FBI, which is the number two position uh, in, in the, an organization, 37,000 or so uh, employees, agents, analysts, and others. And so, yeah, I had the opportunity to see the government uh, in action, had the opportunity to, to brief um, both President Bush and President Obama in the Oval Office and situation rooms dozens of times, especially uh, post 9-11, and got to work with other very uh, capable, dedicated public servants to try to bring about a better uh, whole of government activity as it related to preventing terrorist attacks like on 9-11 and then at TSA moving from what I described as a one-size-fits-all approach that anybody might be a terrorist, which is technically true to what we call risk-based security, recognizing that there's no way to eliminate risk unless people just don't travel. Um, so you try to mitigate risk through informed judgments and decisions based on information that people are willing to share with you, which was the genesis of the TSA PreCheck program. So, um, yeah, and I spent four and a half years there before getting a call one day to ask about my interest uh, in talking about the next president of Vanish University. Wow. So, I mean, there's so much here to unpack. First of all, we need to identify Anderson University is in Anderson, Indiana, and that's on the northeast side of the Indianapolis metro. And uh, this is a school that was established in 1917. I know quite a bit about it because I have four sons who went to school there. So I've, yeah, I've, I, there, there was a season where I, I, I was on campus a great deal and uh, helping to pay for that grass to be mowed. Yeah, and, I was going to say, Jim, oh, you're yes. one of our investors. So thank oh, you. Yes. So proud of that. But all that said, your journey professionally, John, uh, has been extraordinary from the FBI to the TSA to the inner sanctum of the White House and so on in your work professionally and now to be the president of Anderson University. I mean, those are, it's, it's some twists and turns there. And all of that was informed by your faith because you, you're not a guy who simply was climbing a ladder. You were walking through doors that you thought God was opening for you. Tell us about your faith journey. Who is John Pistol and what does he think about God? Well, yeah, and thanks, Jim. And, and and the one other career part that I would just add, just for context, I'm also a recovering lawyer. Uh, who well, that practiced, explains everything. And that's that's why I want the context, because I practiced two years uh, here in my hometown of Anderson. I grew up here. Um, my dad was a professor at Anderson University in the School of Theology, and uh, my mom was a public school teacher, and I'm the youngest of four, and we grew up two blocks from campus. And so I, I grew up here, but then moved away and was gone for, like I said, nearly, well, 31 years before coming back. So it's been a real journey of faith and obedience. And again, just for a little bit of context, that was shaped by a, a great upbringing. I'm baptized when I was 12 years old, but then broke bad um, the year after that and just went off on my own way and in, in complete rebellion against my parents' faith. And, and it was not my faith. And it wasn't until I was a senior in high school uh, when I was involved in a serious car accident that uh, ended, I ended up with a broken neck. And Ouch, I a broken neck. I, would... I mean, that's really serious stuff. Yeah, so that's uh, I didn't think I would survive because I had a friend who had broken his neck on the high school tra trampoline the year before and had lived for seven days and died 
a week after, um, or I would be paralyzed. And that's all I knew about broken necks. Um, but thanks be to God, um, I was given a second chance in life, Jim. And um, so that was not only physically, which I thank God for every day, but more importantly, spiritually for eternal purposes. And really felt like it was a wake up call to say, John, I've blessed you with so much uh, and you've just you've just taken it for advantage of it and you are not living the life I called you to. And so I ended up coming to Anderson as an undergrad uh, and was blessed beyond measure. Met my future wife as freshman in an Old Testament class, a uh, Bible class, and uh, we got married several years later. And uh, and this summer we're celebrating our 41st. So she has learned the discipline of perseverance <laughs> and fortitude <laughs> of, of hanging in there. Uh, so it's been a real faith journey. So I would have never considered uh talking to somebody about the presidency of Anderson University, but for my strong belief uh, that I am called to be open to and obedient to how God might be leading, even though it's not on my radar at all. And that's that's a short version of, of a longer story that, yeah, that's how I got here. And, and, uh, and it's been five years now. So it's just been a remarkable journey. John, I know there's a passage in Romans that has been deeply embedded in your heart, and I actually am watching it become embedded in the heart of Anderson University. Do you know of what I speak? Romans chapter 12, what does it say? Yeah, so Romans 12, 1 and 2 has meant a lot to me um, over the years because it talks about uh, not being conformed to this world, but being transformed by the renewing of your minds to prove what the will of God is, the good and acceptable will. Um, And the whole idea of how can we as a Christ-centered university focus on helping young people discover God's calling in their life so they can live a transformed life, a uh, life for Christ in the kingdom. And so the, um, so when, when Paul talks about, you know, I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, and, and then this proves what your worship is, you know, don't be conformed to this world, which I was as a teenager. I was conformed to this world. I know what that life is about, and I know what it's like to live as a as a Christ follower. And so that resonates so strongly with me. And I see that in the men and women here who teach and work at, at AU uh, and in, in many of the students who come here and make a real difference. So I have a 12-year-old son, and, and you know, I don't think it's too early for me to start <laughs> thinking about <laughs> you know, his college choices. And so what kind of degree programs, what kind of programs do you offer students? Yeah, thanks, Jamie. And and it's never too early to start thinking about uh, potential (laughs) colleges. So we offer, obviously, a number of of majors across a a traditional liberal arts uh, spectrum and continuum. Uh, So if somebody wants to study English and do whatever they want with that. They can do that. Uh, we've also added um, a number of new uh, majors and some other disciplines in the last several years, including Christian spiritual formation. So what does it mean to be uh, a Christ-centered, uh, transformed person? Well, going back to Romans 12, 1 and 2. We've also added cybersecurity and because it's such a growing field, national security, which is in my background, and we've been fortunate to have 
oh, a dozen and a half um, of nationally known speakers come to campus uh, at no cost to us. They've been so, so gracious and share not only with the community in public forums, but with small classes and faculty and staff about their life experiences, some of whom are Christian and, and some who are not, uh, but how they have felt a call to public service. And then we have three accredited engineering programs. Uh, and one of the programs I'm most proud of is our nursing program, especially during this time of pandemic. Uh, last year, we were rated the number one nursing program in the state of Indiana. And just recently, we were rated number one again. So two years running, the number one nursing program in the state of Indiana. Jonas, you uh, have described the university's portfolio, and uh, there's so much to offer there. It still comes back to the reason the school was born, and it's still held high core values of uh, Christian experience and uh, devotion to Christ, Christ followers, uh, helping people who are Christ followers to do so more effectively and powerfully and influentially, and to help those who are not following Christ to think about that and make a decision to follow him if they will knowing that that's the best outcome of life. That's your testimony of your own journey. As you have, you have lived so many different things, John. Now at the university, in all of that journey, what would you say to someone listening today who said, you know, I'm just not sure that Jesus thing works. Or I'm just not really sure that Jesus deal uh, yeah. is legit. I hear people talk about it, but I don't know. Can that really work for me? What would you say to them? Well, I can identify with that. As I mentioned, as a young person, I completely rejected the notion of God loves me or God's got a plan for me or that Jesus wanted to be in a personal relationship with me. I, it really came down to the selfish approach of the three most important people in my life uh, were me, myself, and I, as opposed to God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. And so to, to somebody who is questioning uh, whether that love is real, I, I, I give my life example as, as a transformed person, and there is just no comparison. I've lived both ways, not accepting God's love. Obviously, it was there. And then being one who is embraced and who is nurtured, has been nurtured. And I think it's that journey that I've realized over the years that as I open myself to God's love and direction and guidance, then there are opportunities that I could have never dreamed about. I mean, if somebody told me when I was a student here that, you know, someday you'll be the president of the university, mm -hmm. I thought, yeah, well, I don't think so. And the same thing, serving uh, in the levels of government and meeting with the people I did and being able to interact, I would just dismiss that as as silliness. It's only because of God's provision and guidance and I believe my obedience to what I sense is the call. So my, I feel like my job is simply to be open to, you know, to pray for discernment, uh, to pray for wisdom. I think it all comes down to how can we each respond to God's call and then as a community of believers, in my case, at Anderson University, how can we make a difference in, a, in somebody's life? We're not sure where you are listening to us today, what your journey is, where you have been, where you think you're going. 
whether you're feeling like you're on a mountaintop or in a deep valley, but we're here to tell you that Jesus can open up the doors of life and can make a way forward for you. If you think you're on a good path now, I promise you it will be better if Jesus is alongside. And if you're feeling like you have no way forward, I promise you it's Jesus who can help you find that way. Wherever you are today, just take a minute and pray with us. Just take a deep breath and join us in this prayer. Our Father, we're so thankful today that you know each of us. Not one of us escapes your notice, and you not just notice us, you know us, and you believe in us, you you have plans for us, and you love us. We thank you for your Son, Jesus, who came into this world so that when we see him, we can see you. And we thank you for the work he has done and the love he has proved true and the power he gives and the spirit striving still within us. I pray, Lord, that for all of us in this prayer right now, that we might allow ourselves to be surrendered into your care, that we'll admit our fault, our inadequacy, and our need. Lord, cause us to be born again and to be made fresh and then to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. And in all of this, Lord, then allow us to discover our true selves. We thank you for hearing this prayer and we ask that all of us will find ourselves closer into your will and way for having prayed now. We ask it in Jesus' name, amen. Maybe you would like to know more about this Jesus guy that we've been talking about. Maybe you'd like to know something more about Andrews University. Whatever's on your heart, whatever your question, we have a toll-free telephone number 24 hours a day, seven days a week, with a live voice at the end. We want to hear from you. Just dial us up. This is the number, 1-800-757-VIEW. That's 1-800-757-8439. We are so anxious to hear the sound of your voice, but Jamie, I know that not everybody may be ready yet to jump into a phone conversation. Could they find us online? Where would they go? You can go to www.cbhviewpoint.org. That's CBH, Christians Broadcasting Hope, cbhviewpoint.org. Check us out online. We'll provide a link there for you to check out Anderson University online, and you could send us an email. We will reply. Maybe you've accessed this conversation on social media already, and if so, just send us a note in the message stream of that social media. We're watching that too, and we'll follow back, or at the last, just write me a letter. Address it to Jim Lyon, Viewpoint. Post Office Box 2420, Anderson, Indiana, 46018, USA. But whether you call us on the phone, check us out online, use social media, or use the post office, let us hear from you this week. John Pistol, it is always a pleasure to be in your company. Let me just say, you're not going to like this, but I'm just saying, the world is better because you walk in it. I know it is. Thanks for your work always and at the university today. You're very kind, Jim and Jamie. Good to talk with both of you and thanks for your ministry and uh, how you are helping transform lives for Christ in the kingdom. Blessings to you. Same right back at you. And Jamie, thank you. Always good to see you. Always glad to have you alongside. And hey, start thinking about that 12-year-old boy of yours. I am. He's got to go somewhere. Yes, <laughs> there absolutely. We go. And to all of you who have joined us uh, listening today, thanks so much. We hope you'll join us again next week when Viewpoint comes back, always trying to help you see your world from heaven's view. For all of us at the Viewpoint team, for all of us at Church of God Ministries, which is the host of our broadcast, this is Jim Lyon. Stay tuned.